0: Hey everyone, Adam here. I hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode. I know you're probably asking, Adam, what is there, this thing that is coming up on Tuesday, the day after the episode? Well, don't worry. It's, it's just more content for you. Uh, in fact, this is a very special piece of content that I've been thinking about over the past uh, few months. As you may or may not be aware, last year There was a call within the community to honor uh, one of our Dungeons and Dragons community members uh, in the United States who passed away. You may or may not be familiar with the story of Wyatt Ferris. Uh, Wyatt Ferris was a young gentleman who suffered from a traumatic brain injury. And last year, late last year, he committed suicide. Well, uh, the post. Uh, his mother posted on Facebook kind of speaks for itself. I'll be paraphrasing. Uh, hello, awesome crafters to the d and community. My 17-year-old son, Wyatt Ferris, took his own life after suffering a traumatic brain injury. He was very active in the gaming community, both as player and GM. In order to show our endless love for Wyatt and to honor his countless hours at the gaming tables, we are asking GMs and storytellers around the world to add Wyatt as an NPC in your games. Wyatt was a paladin, cavalier, war priest, rogue, swashbuckler, investigator, hell knight bodyguard, and more. Please use the hashtags playforwyatt, that is hashtag PLAY, the number 4, WYATT, and hashtag Wyatt. NPC, that is W-Y-A-T-T, NPC, so we can follow his continued adventures. Thank you for helping this broken-hearted mother mend after this tragic loss. I love the gaming community for starting this for my son. My Twitter is at BadDiceBad, that is at B-A-D, D-I-C-E, B-A-D. And that went out late last year when this happened and the initial outpouring from the community occurred and people started adding him to the game and I had committed at that time to uh, add him to to this game I will tell you again I contacted the mother to make sure it was okay to uh, memorialize her son on a show that would be listened to by the public I gave her the pitch for my idea she gave us the green light and I drafted up the NPC And was hoping that maybe things could move along quick enough episode-wise for us to introduce him in yesterday's episode, but production didn't time out right. So, uh, today, his birthday, uh, I'm going to honor him with something special. A special little introduction. And uh, hope you enjoy it. Wyatt stared out of his bedroom window. It's a surprise when you cry your eyes out due to sheer anger at and disappointment in everyone you thought you knew. All those donations to the Church of Vilmater, the exorbitant and ostentatious falls held to raise aid for the influx of refugees, the generous construction of the affordable little Callumshan district outside of the city. Favors with the church, a chance to schmooze and flaunt a new outfit, and a little extra income from rent money. Each helping hand was accompanied by an open palm asking for a return investment. Many in the upper city turned a blind eye when some glimmer of altruism was included in the stained glass windows of opportunity to help those in need. Wyatt couldn't. Get the image out of his head. It was a great day in the marketplace. People seemed jovial and money was flowing freely. The only thing that could have dampened their spirits was a rumor that the newest restaurant on the block, Rufus Rough Puppy's Ramen Ranch, was shut down due to a massacre where the constructs inside went berserk and murdered customers. The he already thought it was fishy i mean nobody seemed to know any of the victims names so who really died if anybody it didn't seem to matter because the more zealous citizens had already started to blame one of the old employees he'd seen around the city young male something or other with spikes all over his body he was an odd sight he might have once paid a merchant too much for a wedge of cheese, but he was never shifty. Seemingly nice dude. But it is treacherously difficult to change the mind of somebody who's tapping into their religious perspectives to mark someone as an evil, infernal being. Market-goers usually don't walk amongst the stalls, trying to hide clubs under long-hooded cloaks. Wyatt caught that this group of shoppers was approaching this middle-aged tiefling man who was looking over a jewelry stall for a ring. He had one in each hand and was comparing their worth while the merchant patiently waited for his decision. One member of this hooded band tapped a club on the man's shoulder while the others surrounded him. He couldn't hear or see much, but Wyatt could tell that the tiefling looked scared, bewildered and more than vocal in his last statement of, I don't know who you're talking about, I'm from out of town, before they jumped him. It was a merciless beating, and when the flaming fists finally arrived to break it up, the assailants had left the circle to reveal a truly broken man. That section of the market went silent, and in the calm, Wyatt observed that no fewer than four nobles and their armed entourages were less than 50 feet from the scuffle. Not one of them fuckers did a god's damned thing. His own guards snatched him back when Wyatt subconsciously darted towards the scene from some instinctual urge to help. Instead, they all watched as the members of the Flaming Fist loaded the tiefling onto a stretcher as he cried out, for a clara and then they swept him away to the nearest healer the young noble saw the broken man and he also saw another shattered window of opportunity there was a knock on the door to wyatt's chamber young master ferris called a voice from the other side your supper is ready the spry kid bolted from the window to open the door for his butler, Catherine Somerset, to wheel in a tablecloth covered cart laden with covered silver trays. Shall I inform his lordship that you intend to continue your studies undisturbed? Please do, Catherine, and uh, specify that I'm practicing on alteration spells or what have you. Should keep anyone from opening the door for fear of being accidentally polymorphed into a toad, he mused. And with a deft flick of his wrist, he removed the top from the long center tray on the cart to reveal an outfit of leather armor. It was blood crimson in color, and all in all, magnum opus for any master crafter. Wyatt donned the outfit with a little help from Catherine, and then they both began removing the tops from the other trays. He was delivered a supper of knives ropes thieves tools two small vials of health potion and among other necessities a cloak of the bat ordered in secret there are a lot of purchases you can cover up when your father permits and gives you the funds to commission a trade vessel for your 16th birthday that mysteriously vanishes off some foreign coast miss somerset gave the young master a nod when all the gear was secured to his person Wyatt turned to one final covered tray on the cart. Will you be taking the garden exit or the ivy trellis to the roof, sir? His gloved fingers pinched the cover's silver handle. I think I'll take the roof, cat. He smiled when he removed the lid to unveil a leather helmet resting on the tray. It was a full helm, stained the same blood red as the rest of his garb. On its face was the visage of a wyvern. Detailed to such perfection that one might swear the maker could also tell you what a wyvern's breath smelled like. After all, what I'm looking for is just a hop and a glide away. Alright, once again, I want to thank you all for uh, listening. I try my best to use whatever creative outlet I currently have available to me to help people. I think that's why I'm acting, that's why I do what I do. Um, So I have, sorry this is hard. Um, I have a couple of uh, links for you. Just in case you know someone uh, who in your life who is a family, a friend, a loved one who is suffering from a TBI that stands for traumatic brain injury, the link I have for you is www.brainline.org, and the sublink I have for you uh, to add on to that is add on to the URL is slash people dash with dash TBI. This is a great page. It has uh, links to how help you or the person you know, links to help them manage their symptoms, links to help treatment and recovery, legal and finances, community and support. And you can also read personal stories and blogs by people with TBI. There's also a huge resource directory uh, you can find local brain injury resources near you. All you have to do is click on a state and they will direct you to the closest help you can find right now. For example, I'm clicking on New York and it immediately get, pulls you up the Brain Injury Asso- Association of New York State, tells you where it is, it's in Albany, uh, and also gives you the website, the phone number, and an email. There's also a toll-free helpline. Uh, but yes, please, go check out brainline.org. Brainline all about brain injury and PTSD, you can read about them. And as always, if you or someone you know, a family, friend, or a loved one, is suffering through depression due to anything, and you feel that they are in distress and are considering suicide, I urge you to utilize the uh, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That number is 1-800-273-8255. And the website is suicidepreventionlifeline.org. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is a national network of local crisis centers that provides free and confidential emotional support to people in suicidal crisis or emotional distress 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We are committed to improving crisis services and advancing suicide prevention by empowering individuals, advancing professional best practices, and building awareness. Again, that lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. You can also go to the suicidepreventionlifeline.org, and they also have a chat if you or someone you know is deaf and or hard of hearing in order to utilize their services. Again, my name is Adam Brooks with the Spellcast, uh, and I hope you guys have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening.